Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast with your host, Nikki Gingrich. That is me. Uh, We're coming at you with another quarantine edition of the podcast, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, It is uh, May 18th as I record this. This will go live the following day, May 19th, and we're still in quarantine till at least June, possibly mid-July at this point for our area. Anyway, but parts of the area are still starting to open, so if you are in one of those areas, um, please continue to stay safe and enjoy the outside world for those of us who are still um, inside, ensuring that our community stays safe and healthy. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So today we're going to be talking about something that came up for me last week, uh, and that's anger. We're going to be talking about channeling anger because it was something that really showed up very prevalent for me last week and I did some journaling on it and I talked to a friend about it and uh, talked to my husband about it and just really looking at anger as an emotion. Anger is is an emotion that um, is very heavy for me. It is very prevalent for me. It shows up uh, when I'm frustrated or when I'm upset it manifests, those emotions manifest themselves as anger and, you know, finding myself yelling at the kids or being mad at my husband or being mad at myself or, and I just find myself in that, um, yelling and mad and in a, in a space where I just don't want to be. Uh, so let's talk about what came up for me and, My only hope is that whatever comes up for me maybe has come up for you and maybe what I'm sharing with you will resonate with you or will get you thinking about something and that's really what my hope is in sharing my story and my journey anytime I share something like this uh, on the podcast. So thank you for listening. All right, let's talk about anchor. What is it? How does it manifest for you? What does that look like for you? Or is it another emotion? And you can simply replace anger with another emotion Uh, that you feel that you don't want to feel something that comes up for you because everybody is different. But if yours is anger, sit down, let's have this conversation. So um, last week, end of last week, I ended up journaling. I had had, you know, argument with the kids. I was finding myself getting increasingly more angry and more frustrated and yelling and just you know, we're in quarantine, we're all stuck together. And I just look at them and I'm like, I'm tired of yelling at you people. Like, please just listen to me, you know, just tired of screaming, tired of yelling, but I don't always have the patience to sit and look at them calmly. And last week, something happened where we were watching a movie. We had uh, decided to turn on a movie. We were all tired. It was the middle of the week. So let's just put on a movie. Let's all just, you know, veg out for the rest of the night. And 
our youngest son started asking a million questions. We all, we both got frustrated. We being my husband and I, I ended up yelling. He ended up, my husband ended up yelling. Our son is crying. He's upset. It was like this big whole mess. Um, and all we wanted to do was sit down and watch this movie together. Scenario sound familiar? Pretty sure many of you have also lived through this scenario. And what happened was I, my initial reaction was to yell and get mad and shove him in his room. Like, just get in your room and get away from me. Like, I can't even look at you right now. And if I try to get away and lock myself in my room, they just kind of come in and barge in. But so that's what happened. It wasn't pretty. He came back out. My husband got angry with him. And eventually I was able to come to my senses pretty quickly for me. Usually it takes me a little bit longer to come to my senses. And this time in particular, this is how I know that my self-awareness is continuing to grow because while I wasn't able to stop my anger before it started, I recognized it immediately as it had happened and was able to switch gears. So self-awareness is huge in my journey and it has helped me understand my emotions and it's the self-awareness that helps us grow. So um, being in that you have to recognize, I had to recognize that this is an emotion I don't want to feel right now and I'm feeling it and I'm acting on it. So what can I do differently? Um, So anyway, what I ended up doing was I was able to switch gears and I was able to say I'm angry and I'm mad, but why am I angry and mad? And it wasn't really internally looking at me, but it was how do I want to respond when my son is upset rather than getting angry at him? How would I like to respond? And I had actually done now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it came up so much more before the other day and me being self-aware of, I've been doing these meditations on emotions and values and behaviors. And the one that I was really focusing on uh, about a week before this happened was anger. Um, so this is just another testament to meditation and really becoming self-aware in that of this is the behavior I want to change. So in those meditations, it was being aware of that emotion that I didn't want to feel anymore. And then replacing that emotion, that you know negative emotion with a positive, more empowering emotion. And for me, it was changing anger into love. And then it was, then there was another meditation that was on values. And then there was another meditation on behavior. And in the behavior meditation, uh, I was asked to do a visualization on that scenario of when I was supposed to picture a specific time of when I got angry, what happened, how I want to change it for the future. And I remember visualizing of instead of getting angry, I want to be able to get down on their level. Cause usually when I'm angry and I'm, I'm getting mad and I'm yelling at the kids, I'm usually standing up looking down at them. You know, I'm, I'm in a power position. I'm making them feel less than, and you know, I'm in charge. Would you just listen to me and just stop talking and just do as I say and everything would be easy, right? So to get down on their level, to sit, to look at them eye to eye and to come at it from a place of love. That was what I had envisioned. And when my son was getting angry and upset, I knew I didn't want to yell anymore. So what I did is I sat on the floor and I just allowed him to feel his emotions I didn't tell him to calm down. I didn't tell him that he needs to be quiet. I just said, I, I, you know, I kept repeating, I know how you're feeling. I know you're mad at me. I know you wanted, like, I know he wanted us to, to rewind the movie is essentially what this was all about. I know it's so simple, right? That's what the arguments tend to be, something so super simple. And then we look back on it like, really? But learning experience all as well. And I just was able to sit with him and, and from a completely different perspective, I was able to be in the situation where he was just completely flipping out 
And I, for, I want to say the first time, but maybe not, but was able to sit there and not allow his emotions to affect me. And that's huge because typically when he's upset, like I just get angry. I just want it to be over and be done. I don't like confrontation. These are things that I avoid. These are things that I know about myself, but I was able to sit there and just allow him to get his emotions out and allow him to pound the ground and scream and cry. And the only time I stopped him or touched him physically was when he was going to hurt himself or me. You know, if he's trying to punch me or hurt me or kick me, I was able to stop him and hold him back and, you know, do it from a place of love. And it was because I had done the visualizations and I had consciously thought about it before the event even happened Uh, because we had had a previous experience where I was like I don't want to do that again how do I can I shift that and change that Um, but to really prepare myself for how would I react differently and um, so that was one really really incredible experience for me now yes I have yelled at my children I've done other things since then like this is a journey we're not gonna fix this on number one try but really channeling my anger so After this incident with the movie where we screamed and yelled and then I was able to come to and kind of be there for him in that moment, I meditated the next morning and I would just kind of re-went through the events that happened the night before. And what I realized was my anger was really from so much pent-up energy. And it wasn't um, about pushing that energy down where I'm not saying I should have taken that anger swallowed it and just pushed it down because that's what I've done before. But really it was releasing it. And it was about releasing all that energy that was inside me. And I believe I've got a lot of energy. I'm a very high energy person. I'm extremely extroverted. I've, I have I just have a lot of energy. If you know me, you know that about me. And if you don't know that about me, well now you do know about me. I think it's why I, I ran for so long and, and running was really the sport that I was drawn to because it just allowed me to, to move that energy throughout my body. Um, and I do believe that that's why I enjoy and crave really, really high intense cardio workouts because it allows me to channel all of that energy inside me. It allows me to release it before it comes out in anger, um, in any other way that I don't want to feel. So that's, I, I have such, you know, I love meditation and I love sitting still, but I remember, you know, it, it goes back, I can kind of think of all these memories of when I was pregnant and I couldn't really work out real intensely and how am I this person that really loves this high intense workout? Like, is something wrong with me? This is weird. But no, it's just the energy that's within my body and I've got to find a way to release it and release it in a very healthy way. So that's that's one thing um, that I realized and that I realized that day you know, during that day, while everything was escalating, I didn't have a chance to really release that energy. And it creates this restlessness with inside my body. Um, If I have nothing planned, or I have nothing going on, that I kind of get very restless, and I get a little anxious, and I get a little like, oh, I need to do something, I need to do something. And I don't always know how to channel that energy. And while I was doing this journaling, I realized, gosh, when I feel that way, I started coming up with ideas of what, what could I do instead. Um, what could I do to channel that energy? I could go for a run. I could make sure that I do a workout. And that day I didn't do a workout. I didn't go for a run. I didn't channel that energy in any way. I was like pacing around the house. And especially in quarantine, there's a lot of pent up energy. And I've really been enjoying some very high intense 
workouts that really allow me to expel that energy because it's it's deep with inside me. Um, and that's something that's super, super important to me. Not important to everybody, but again, sharing this experience because it is something that is important to me. So what can I do to channel that energy? And if I haven't had a chance to channel that energy, what I also journaled about was, okay, when I notice that I'm having those feelings or I'm screaming at my kids or I'm about to scream at my kids because the goal ultimately is to be able to stop those big anger screaming blowups before they happen. But that takes time. And what I've learned through my own journey of becoming self-aware and recognizing when I cha- want to change certain behaviors and change certain reactions is I've got to catch myself after the moment and say, okay, what could I have done differently? Then doing that, I eventually start to catch myself within the moment. Or maybe it's happened and I'm able to, to stop it in the middle of it. Just like I was the other day, I was angry, but I was able to stop it in the middle of it and switch. And then eventually being able to stop it right before it happens. And then being able to stop it so that I'm preventing it from happening. And this isn't to say that feeling anger is a bad thing. Feeling anger is an emotion and we need to feel it. We need to release it as an emotion. So as I said before, pushing it down would have done no good. So should I find myself in that moment again where I haven't had a chance to expel that energy and I'm angry and I'm screaming and I'm yelling, what can I do instead? And I can go into my bedroom and scream into a pillow. I can release that energy by screaming into a pillow. I can release that energy by throwing on a pair of shoes and a sports bra and some pants and a shirt and getting outside and going for a run. I can expel that energy in other ways when I find that I'm happy. I can work through that anger in a different way. I can work through that anger by calling a friend and just voicing all of my issues. I can get rid of that anger by having a conversation with my husband, even if it's heated, just having him know that, hey, I need to get this out and you just need to listen to me. Because sometimes that helps too, by by journaling, by talking to somebody. There are other ways to get that energy and that anger out. So not to say that anger is a, ter- a bad feeling to feel, it's, it's an emotion. And when we feel it, we need to work through it. But we need to find ways to to channel it and to understand how to, in a very healthy way, move through that anger. And that's something I'm truly, I haven't gotten to the other end of it. It's something I'm working on. I screamed at my my kids this morning. I mean, this is a never ending journey. Plus we're in quarantine. So there's a lot of emotions going on right now. But I I always apologize. I like to think that I always apologize. I don't know if my kids will say that or not, but I always work to come to them and say, look, Mommy was wrong. I yelled at you when I shouldn't have. I was just, I was very angry because I was looking for this and, and instead I got this and, you know, this was going on or this happened and this happened and I need you to understand that. And I know I was yelling at you, but it happens. I was angry and it happens and I'm sorry. Um, so that's, and letting them know that when they get angry, that it's okay too. And that's, that's a big one for me. Uh, for my kids to allow them to experience their anger. And that's how it was last week when my son was kind of having this fit and all I wanted him to do was stop because I just wanted peace and calm. But it's also because I don't like anger. I don't like confrontation. That is something I try to avoid because it was an emotion that I've pushed down for so long, that I was really pushing down so much anger and so much emotion for a really long time. Then I know it's something I need to work through and I don't want him to have to deal with that. I want both of my boys to understand that anger is okay and let's get it out. And you're five and you're seven. And sometimes that anger is I want to punch something and I want to hit something and I want to slam my feet and I want to jump up and down. And yeah, that's okay. Get it out. 
get it out in a very safe space in a very safe way and run through that and you'll feel better, you know, and it's teaching them to find their own way to work through that anger. And I am in no way parent educator or an expert on kids or psychology or any of that. This is just my experience and this is how I am parenting and it's how I'm learning. And as I learn and as I become more self-aware and I'm allowed to become self-aware for myself, I can teach that to my children by doing it. You know, our children learn by watching us, not necessarily by what we say. So it depends. It's what we do. Um, And I know that. And I know that I've seen my kids say things and do things. And I'm sure you've seen it too, not based on what you've told them to do, but based off of your own actions and what you've done. And the third thing I'm going to close this podcast out with when it comes to anger is something that my husband said to me uh, that made me turn my head and go, huh? Wait, how did you know that? Uh, And he is on his own uh, personal development journey, which I love watching um, and having him go through as well. But he said, you know, we were talking about the anger and I said, I just don't like feeling angry. And I basically explained all of this to him. So I won't reiterate it to you, but I basically explained it to him and how I don't want to feel this emotion and uh, how I feel like a lot of times my anger comes from me being sad and it manifests as anger, a screaming and yelling, but really deep down inside, it's actually sadness or frustration. It's a different emotion. And he looked at me and he goes, well, yeah, that's because anger is a secondary emotion. And I went, what? What are you talking about? Anger is a secondary emotion. So I did a little bit of research, but I kind of figured out what he meant um, just by saying a secondary emotion. And he explained it. He goes, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the anger that you're feeling. You're feeling something else. But instead of showcasing this other emotion like sadness, you're displaying it as anger. Um, And I looked it up, you know, I just did a quick little Google search and I looked it up and basically a secondary emotion is when you're covering up for vulnerable feelings. So for me, being sad and crying is a very vulnerable feeling. So obviously it comes out as a different emotion. It comes out as anger when really deep down inside, I'm feeling sadness and I'm upset about something. So after this conversation, uh, I, I'm getting all of my days mixed up, but it doesn't matter. So we had this conversation and then it was uh, Mother's Day. So maybe this is going on for a few more weeks than I had anticipated, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But it was Mother's Day and um, I could feel myself getting angry uh, because we had wanted to go on this family hike and we wanted the kids to ride their bike and our oldest son didn't want to ride his bike. And I was like, Oh my God, like we just want to do this. And I could feel myself like, let's just go for the walk. He doesn't have to ride his bike. And, and I allowed myself to feel, and I was like, you know what? I'm really sad. I really wanted to do this where the kids could ride their bikes and my husband and I could run, walk next to them. It was going to be great. My husband and I haven't been able to run together in a really long time, basically since we had kids. And it's something I truly miss that really connected us. So we were like, we were both pretty excited about, oh my gosh, we might be able to get the opportunity to run together again. And and this was really exciting. And, And I started to notice myself getting angry and I started to realize that I was pushing the anger down. And I was like, I'm pushing this down and I'm just trying to to muscle through this so that I don't have to feel this. And instead I was like, you know what? I'm going to let myself feel the sadness. And I did. Um, I told my son, I said, I'm I'm sad. I told my husband and I said, I'm sad. I just, I need to sit down and I just need to be sad for a moment. Just everybody leave me alone. I'm very sad. And my oldest son realized that I was sad because he wasn't on his bike. 
and he was fighting us on the bike and you know this wasn't me guilt tripping him into doing it I knew once he got on the bike he was going to enjoy it and I wasn't purposely being sad to guilt trip him into it um but I also didn't want to hide that emotion and I also didn't want it to come out later as anger and I know if I would have pushed it down that's what would have happened so I allowed myself to feel the sadness and what happened was my husband was able to explain it to the boys and my oldest son came up to me and he goes, daddy's going to go get my bike. And I said, are you doing this for me, buddy? And he goes, yeah. I said, thank you so much. I, I know you're, you're kind of fighting that you don't want to do this, but I know you're going to love being on your bike. And I know this is going to be a really, really, really fun day. And I just really appreciate you pushing yourself. And I don't think I use these words, but pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and doing something you don't really want to do for me to make me happy and just know that whatever it is you want, I will do something for you later that will make you happy. Um, And it was just a really great moment because it was me being able to, to stop the anger. I was able to stop it before it happened and I was able to recognize that it, I didn't want it to come out as a secondary emotion. I needed to feel sadness. I needed to feel that sadness. It needed to be something that came up um, and to allow my children and my husband to kind of watch that happen and to see how we all kind of band it together to say, let's support mommy in this moment because she's sad. And knowing that should that be any one of them, the uh, the three of us would do the same for them. Hey, daddy's really sad right now. Hey, Brett's really sad right now. Hey, Darren's feeling this right now. Let's all support him and be okay with that and just showing them that we band together as a family when someone else isn't feeling good and we allow them to feel their emotions and that's that's what was really really important for me so talking about this channeling our anger and or channeling really you could again like I said in the beginning replace this with any emotion that's that's coming up for you and kind of replace it with that one but this for me anger is a big one for me and I just want it to to really be vulnerable and share this story and share it from a place of I'm in the middle of growing and share it as a teaching moment but that also I'm still growing in this and I'm still learning and I'm not perfect but I appreciate so much that I'm able to do this work and able to do this work as a parent and then being able to do this work and share it on the podcast or via social media or with clients and really let them know that we can be a work in progress and still help others as well. And I allow you, I thank you all for allowing me this, the space to be a work in progress and to also share these and hopefully be a teaching moment for you that you can learn from what I'm going through and maybe take a piece of it and put it into your lives and it can help you grow and be a better person and be a better wife, a better parent, a better employee, a better boss, whatever um, that is that you're looking for right now in this moment. So um, just thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to talking to you again next week. And just so you know, I am in the middle of batching a bunch of podcast interviews that I'm really excited about. I've got two batched already uh, from two really, really incredible women and they are amazing conversations and I am holding on to them uh, for the summer um, that I'll be putting out them, you know, sometime in June and July and intermingling them so that I can A, get some free time where I don't, I'm not on the the hook to record a podcast every single week, um, but also allowing it, you know, when people are back in their cars and driving around and maybe going back to work or going on vacations or, 
you know, going for a walk in the summer um, that you can sit and listen to the podcast and really be inspired just as I was inspired by these women. I bring on women that I learned from and um, I'm excited to do more. So thank you again so much for being a part of the podcast, being a part of the Stepping Up community and just for doing what you're doing every single day um, as a mom, as a wife, as a employee, as a boss, whatever it is that you are. Thank you so much for always showing up for yourself. And that's what it's all about. All right. Thank you so much. One more piece of gratitude. Have an amazing, amazing day. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.